The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time romacraft tobacco the after show the after show the the after after show show. it's the after show without barry so it continues it continues and hit listen to the sound that is the sound of the cigar boom officially being over. Mm. That's it. Is that like the air going yeah, out of it? Yeah, the air's going out of it. Ed <laughs> Sullivan, uh, I'd like to um, go back and look at Dave's track record. Um, exactly one month after he declared the coronavirus was over, right. uh, worldwide shutdown. <laughs> the uh, so- second time that he declared that the coronavirus was over, we got hit with the Delta variant. Right. So the he, third time that he declared it was over, Omicron reared its ugly head. <laughs> so his track record is not strong for declaring things. And the good news is, if he's wrong vir- on, Declaring viruses. If, right. he's, if he's wrong on this, it's good. the boom continues. Yes, so, I, uh, I hope I'm wrong. That, that would be great. I'm not wrong, because it, are, it happened a while ago, but I'm going to declare it today, June 4th, 2022. The cigar boom is officially over because I said so uh, because but, there's lots of reasons. But you said it was coming a year ago. Yes. So you gave notice. Yes. And, and it started in November of last year, and it is officially over now. Uh, it started, the boom started in 2020. Correct. And it ended in 2022, early 2022, but let's call it today, June 2022. Uh, today, June 2022, retailers, cigar reps, brand owners, and factories all know it. No one's saying it, but they all know it. Oh, and I'm, and get, I'm saying it. You're getting some of the calls. Oh, now, it's happening. It's happening. Um, too much manufacturing has, has happened. That's because there was back orders. They weren't legitimate back orders. They were because if I need five boxes of these... And I know last time when I ordered five boxes, I got two. I ordered 10. And then I get five, and I'm, I, I got what I wanted. And the next thing I know, starting early this year, it started coming in. And now when I order five boxes of something, I get five boxes. So I know that has caught up. There's few exceptions to this, hard to get limited release stuff and things. There's- Specific sizes that sell yes. really well. Yeah. And, and uh, what I'm noticing is that the catch-up is not happening as well on the mid-tier, that medium-priced $8 cigar. That's been the catch-all for 
people that are paying too much for gasoline, they're coming down to that level. And so specific sizes in that $8 range. There were manufacturers during this boom that weren't making specific sizes of their lower end stuff Correct. on purpose. And as much as two years went by without them even making it, and nobody even knew what happened. So you're going in asking for brand X of a certain size, and they say, we don't have that right now. How about the Toro? Mm -hmm. And you end up saying, sure, I'll get the Toro. And you got the Toro. Think back. And you're going to start seeing these things start showing up again. Uh, too much manufacturers because of the uh, manufacturing, because of the fake back orders that were happening, makes inventory levels go up. And I'm telling you right now, our inventory level is 50% higher than it's ever been. No that, shit. That's on dollars. Yeah. So the prices went up also. So it's not 100% by 50% uh, by um, units. But it's no. still probably a good 30% yeah. by units anyway. Stores and online retailers are holding back on ordering. I hear this through manufacturers that are telling me that. Um, you know, people I know in the, in the industry and lots of conversation I've happening is they see their inventory level too high. And they say, I'm all set right now. What do you mean? We have them in right now. I'm all set. They're looking at the number. And then in some cases that say their number is 10 on hand and they got eight, they go, I'm good. Well, why don't you order the two? I'm all right because they're so heavy on other certain things. Sure. So that's even happening on the stuff that does flush through constantly. Um, rising prices, rising prices. Everybody, just about everybody took a price increase in January. There was... Thoughts and talks about a second price increase happening before the trade Well, because show. shipping went up. Yeah, so everything much. went up. Mm. The price of the raw tobacco. There's no doubt about it. But the smart manufacturer right now is holding the price and eating it this time. There's times you eat it. There's times you put a price increase in and you don't really need the price increase, but you did it anyway. This is the, the uh, my recommendation. This is the time you eat it. Uh, higher labor costs, um, hearing that through manufacturers everywhere, hanging on to good people all the way through, uh, not just in the U.S. labor force, but all the way through in these other countries also, uh, creating um, less demand for undisposable income type of thing. So take the U.S., for instance, the cost of everything is up. So you're spending more money on food, more money on gasoline, more money on just about every uh, product that you buy. Tires, batteries, yeah. you name it. Therefore, your disposable income number becomes sh shrinking. Say you had an extra $100 every week that you'd use for your fun money. Mm -hmm. That that $100. And then it, some. Correct. So, uh, and I want to get into this with you, Jonathan, of, of saying um, – you are in the front line. I'm, I look at the numbers. Believe me, we just got through a month, yep. and we looked at what the numbers uh, ended up happening. But the consumer, um, you know, the average consumer that comes in, are they taking one less cigar, one less bundle, one less box? A used to be the brand X. Now they're doing brand Y. There's three main matrix that I use to evaluate what's going on in the store. The average ring, the number of units per transaction, and the average price per unit. Those are three uh, that you can look at and kind of get a feel for what's going on in the store. And so start with average ring. If average ring is maintaining itself, and I don't know where you're going to go with this. Say you say maintaining. Well, the price went up. 
Correct. So the average ring is down. The truth is. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, the, yeah. average, the average ring itself is down. Okay. It's down On about top eight, of that. Yeah, the price down, is up. Down by about $8. Uh, the number of units per transaction, also down. Mm. That's a double hit right there. There we go. The average price per unit, also down. This is the honest truth, folks. And, you know, some... Uh, retailers will tell you everything's great because they want you to think everything's good. I'm, we're telling you the absolute truth when it comes here. And we have four different units here to measure by is our three retail stores and our online sales. So we have four different measurements that we do. So it's not just all on one. Also, uh, distribution arm to end up saying what it is. Plus, I have a lot of friends in the cigar industry uh, some of which I trust very much that they're telling me the truth as I ask these questions. I'm certainly not, uh, if you're one of the manufacturers, listen to this, oh, he's going to name names. Of course not. I'm not going to tell you who it is. I gather that information to help me, uh, but here it is coming from us, the and truth. This is where the non-addictive nature hurts you. Of course. People just say, well, I don't have to have cigars. I kind of need dinner tonight. Yes, yes. And that, that's been the biggest and probably most impressive in a bad way jump is the number of people that are switching from fairly high end, uh, 12 to $14 range cigars down to Dos Ombre. Hmm. And they're a $3 cigar. They're, they're, they're not getting a bundle of Dos Ombre and spending their normal 60 bucks. If they were getting five cigars before, they're getting five cigars now. And this is why they may go to four. And, and that is, that's down, They go down yeah. the floor and they change that. So this is exactly what happened in 1997. This is exactly what happened in 2007. There was a recession that happened in those years. And here it is again. And well, What are you seeing for the fill rate on your back orders? Is that oh, they, They're all coming in. They're coming now. in. They're, they're coming filled. in fast. I'm, I'm like, You're wow, right. UPS is uh, really shipping quick right now because <laughs> we get it. It's like, go oh, get this out today. Who knows what's going to go on? Um, and we have a trade show five weeks away from today. That'll be interesting, won't it? Well, I, that's another holdup that happens when there's a trade show coming, and you can see it on the horizon that here it is. Yeah. And you need to place an order right now at full boat. And at the trade show, it's going to be on deal. You're going to wait if you can. Can you wait? And or, believe me, we look at that Or put a smaller show. order in yes. to carry. Yeah. yeah. Do we have enough? Well, this is the year that you can very easily wait on almost everything because we have the greatest excuse ever, the coronavirus. I'm sorry, with with the shipping delays and everything, I'm out of stock on that. Can you take a smaller size or a bigger size? (laughs) Yeah. They're taking the smaller size, by the way. Really? Okay. Um, Deals are being offered, and we, as retailers, had about two years of nothing on deal. Nothing. Why would you put laughed, it on deal? Laughed you, in your face. Yeah. Nothing. What if I order 100 of them? Mm-mm. Thank you. No, there's no deal. Thank you. We'll ship you 20. Right. You're not even going to get may the 100. See, you may see a, a, a dramatic slowdown on deals at the trade show as well because they there's two. There's kind of two schools of Their thought on it. Their inventory is starting to pile up. Their warehouses are getting as full as our warehouses are getting. It's already happening. I talked to five different people I trust very much. They have more stock than they ever have. They have every size in hand. They're filling up big time, and they are going to a trade show that they're hoping these retailers are going to buy like they did before. You know, when a retailer buys, some of these – 
people buy via credit card. Some have terms and mm-hmm. all this. The ones that go via credit card terms, the credit card isn't working. Yeah. So they're maxed out on credit cards and oh, wait till the end of the month or here's the other credit card. The other credit card doesn't work. Uh-oh, we got right. a problem. Well, they're Hit ca- it towards the end of the month. They're counting on sustaining sales to pay last month's credit card Ooh, bill. No way to, to <laughs> operate a business. And that, and, and that stuff's going on. So the perfect storm is happening across every single one of these things. Rising costs and lower consumption that's happening there. What's your play as the business owner? Is this a time for you to hold off like everybody else, or is this your time to double down on your order? We're already too heavy on inventory, yep. but we do have a warehouse now yep. that we can fill. And in the interim, we still have with, with the more, old warehouse with, more with plenty expenses, of room. With more expenses but and no deal. I, I think it's the time to take the bargains because If coming. there's bargains, are you It'll, doubling I'll, down? Of course. Of course. I, I'm, I'm cash flush, so I'm good. So, My credit card's going to work, folks. How... So it's a different story, but it better be on deal. All right. So now I'm asking you about David Garofalo when he was 32 versus 62. David Garofalo at 32, I know mortgaged his house when there was a cigarette deal going on. Yeah. Mortgaged your fucking house. Yeah. How deep does 62-year-old David Garofalo go knowing that this, this in your crystal ball – Everything is cyclical, so eventually we're coming out of this. You're right. How fucking yeah, don't, don't how look big at are your brass say, balls right the, now? This is the end of the cigar industry. This is one of those bumps in the road that's about to happen after a great couple of years. Do you mortgage your house on this one? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I don't think you have to, but that's the good news. They yeah. clank Ed Sullivan. When he walks, they, they're, they're, it's not changing his pocket. Those are his nuts whacking together. Well, you just saw I did it with the hammer I, and sickle thing. I know. I know. We, so, so why would I not do it again? That was That in and of itself was a perfect storm because you were able to capitalize on being able to move 4,000 boxes in yeah. two days. And people are hungry for deals. I mean, that even shocked you how quickly yeah. all those boxes got scooped yeah. up. That's interesting, too, that you say that. So as much as people aren't buying, that was buy a box, $170, more than the average ring, get two free. Yeah. But I'm willing to, a consumer is willing to go way more their, their over their average ring more than what they would ever spend. So, of course, Mr. Retail, me, would spend way more than I even should if the deal is there. A deal is a deal. So would you say that only the the strong will survive? <laughs> only the strong survive. It's time for Incredible Feats of Strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision, the strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And we reach the second name, which is the reason why David's not doing this bit anymore. (laughs) Uh, Maybom Itomba Meite. Well, I go to school. I went to school with him. (laughs) Isn't that someone from your tribe, Jonathan? It could be. Uh, How many of us have said to a little kid or had it said to us when uh, we were little that the adult's pinky 
was stronger than your entire body. You've heard it before. Someone has said it to you. My pinky is stronger than your entire body when you were little. Or you maybe, maybe you're saying it to James right now. I don't know what that means. Well, you're arthritic. You wouldn't even know. So we've all said it to a little kid that your pinky is stronger than their entire body. Dave's got giant pinkies. So but, you're threatening children is what you're saying. <laughs> is that what's going on here? I've never said that, nor has that ever been said to me. We've all had it. What kind of place this have dude, you lived in? The ghetto, man. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, was, there wasn't a whole lot of entertainment. That was the entertainment was getting my threatened. Pinky, my did, pinky is stronger than your entire body. And they, they pick you up with their pinky. Can I continue <laughs> with the bit? So this Maybaum character took the expression of strength to the next level by perfecting the pinky up. And he put himself in the Guinness Book of World Records with 16 consecutive pinky pull-ups. Oh, one pinky or two? It says one, so I, that's what I'm going to go with. My God. Dave told me I had to read these. He didn't tell me I had to check them for the, their accuracy. He's he got said, more strength them. in his pinky than my entire body. He does. Th- yeah. That's the expression. <laughs> well, you people did finger push-ups, right? Yeah, we knuckles. not you, but I did not people that before. could do push-ups did it. I can do push-ups. We, we used to have to do those in track for fingers. Yeah, shot putting because it's wow. really sitting on your fingers. So okay, and you see ballet dancers dance on their toes. Mm-hmm. You do that? I I have <laughs> done you? it. You you can you and can. I can. So another thing of seeing that the cigar boom has ended is people are treating me better. <laughs> Not Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> no. But manufacturers, yeah. reps, retailers. Yeah, all of a sudden, uh, there's a couple of goofy things that are going on. All of a sudden, people that I never see, I never see them. I'm I'm just here in Salem. I'm yeah. not in the Nashua location. The Nashua location is. is headquarters where the I'm, buying happens. I'm here. Yeah. And years have gone by. Yes. And all of a sudden, reps are coming in. And uh, you do you have an appointment with Dave? No, no, no. I just came to hang out with you guys. Like, this is normal. Right. It ain't normal. Yeah. I haven't seen you in three years, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the cigar, because cigar was booming. Yeah. The other thing that I find pretty interesting is so-called... Very hard to come by cigars. And I say so-called because I believe that there is a stockpile of them all somewhere. And they they do this little game with the market to make them seem like they're super rare. In some cases. Uh, but they are showing up with a greater frequency. Okay. So that kind of is a, a little bit of a flag letting me know that the manufacturers are in panic mode. Yeah, to give them carrots out. To give them carrots. Consumer behavior is changing. Gas now close to $5 a gallon up here. Food's double in cost. Uh, wait until you, th- you think this is bad. It's right now, it's June. It's showtime for retail. This is the booming time. We got Father's Day around the corner, mm-hmm. which is the Super Bowl, um, summertime, smoking season. Wait until winter comes in and home heating oil is now taking the whole amount of your disposable income and your regular income. Well, D- diesel's up to over six bucks a gallon. Which so affects everything. Well, and that's same sort of price point that home heating oil is going to be at. Yeah. 
Elon Musk said he's very worried. David Garofalo is very worried also. <laughs> I know that's not going to make the news, but I'm very worried uh, that uh, what is going to happen here. It's, and, and, you know, if you were to guess, what do we look like a year from today? Are Looks like I'm going to be heating my house with wood. Yeah, we got two more years of this shit. Probably two years, right? The, so- the, the thing that kills me is that we are, we're being told we got to buy oil from people that live an ocean away. Yeah. And, and we're being told we can't produce oil here in the United States because of the geo footprint. What about the geo footprint of these ships that are burning thousands of tons. We live in the same world of diesel as these fuel. other people. Geo is the world. I understand. It's I, the same world. It's worse to move the oil yeah. from Iraq to here than it is just to frack. Yeah. Uh, frack in Iraq. Actually, there's a fair amount of oil already produced in this country, but a lot of it goes overseas and then we comes buy this. Back. Yeah, it's a, it's a world economy that makes little sense. Yeah. The yeah. other issue, too, is that, what did I say? They haven't built a refinery in the U.S. in 40 years. <laughs> so uh, th- that limits the capacity even if you up the production. Yeah, maybe it's time to start building stuff around here, and it's time to go back to work, and it's time to, to, to get pretty serious so that we can have disposable income so we can smoke cigars. And smoke the ones we love. Right. But... It's the uh, today. Sounds like murder. Today, June fourth, twenty twenty-two. The cigar boom has ended, and um, hopefully, brighter days are ahead. But we will get through this. Smart retailers will get through it. Smart manufacturers. But it's technically June eighth. It's uh, the Wednesday. because it's Wednesday, yeah. right? But the, the the deal is that uh, some will go down with this. That yep. This is going to take some people down. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're listening, you get smart. At this point, when it comes in, uh, we all want to sell the most expensive cigars, but that's not going to happen. So make sure uh, you have good. Do you think that we see for the first time in the history of the cigar industry, prices go down on the same brand? On on the closeout of that brand, there's going to be closeouts. Then it, then it goes down. I'm talking know. I'm talking big name brands. They got it in the thing, and the only they person send out, who ever pulled it off was Nick Perdomo, and he tripled his business. There we go. So we'll see. We'll he see how it goes. Cut the S chip. He pass. did. So next week on the Cigar Authority, it's etiquette, cigar smoking etiquette. We'll get to that, the do's and don'ts, and lots more next week on the Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.